Hello, Interbang. Hello, Michelle. Hope you're both doing well. A little while back, Michelle had this idea where we could individually, separately, record voice messages for each other over the holiday hiatus, um, since we both can't necessarily coordinate times to speak with each other um, all the time. So, uh, here we go. I'm gonna start rambling on my stream of consciousness, and uh, I apologize in advance if it gets a little too rambly. Um, feel free to skip ahead to an episode when we reconvene together at last. Um, but for those of you who wish to stay, enjoy! So, this particular topic, um, voice message, it's a bit of an offshoot with um, one of our earlier episodes, the hypothetical about what furniture would you be. I can't remember the number, but do revisit that if you'd like. Um, I was inspired by this topic uh, because it's the onset of winter at the time of recording, and I, it just gave me pause for thought, you know, with, with the uh, sun dipping down earlier, um, lower in the, in the northern hemisphere, um, the days are feeling much shorter, and, um, you know, the lights, the city lights, you know, start to come on a little earlier than they have in the summertime, and, uh, I just thought, you know, if, <laughs> it's gonna sound a bit mad, if you were to be a light, if you could choose to be any light, what light would you be? Now, you could be any kind of light. You could be a street lamp light. You could be a car light. You could be a light bulb. You could be one of those LED light bulbs that could change color with like a touch of the remote or something. Um, you could be Christmas lights. You could be a library lamp. You could be, um, you know, a whole city, town, square of lights. Um, you, you could be a whole city of lights. Um, actually, one of the fun, cool things I quite like to see um, is when you have an aerial view, like whether you're in a plane or you're watching some feed from the International Space Station, looking down at Earth, and it's coasting over, you know, several continents or whatnot, um, and you see this whole huge blob of lights, um, you know, as it passes by over your big city. And I always thought that was kind of cool. Or even the northern lights, um, which, you know, ionosphere is reacting. That's that's a pretty cool stuff. Um, or the, I guess the sun's particles interacting with the Earth's ionosphere, I should specify. Uh, which, I guess, you know, goes back to the physics of what light is. Um, you know, on the electromagnetic spectrum, we humans can only see a very small... Um, range of frequencies of lights, and light can be both a particle and a wave. So, uh, you know, it, 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 it doubles as both sometimes. It only, you know, um, it goes, <laughs> shout out to my physics, fellow physics nerds out there. Um, it, it's such a peculiar um, phenomena. Well, I guess not peculiar if it's ubiquitous, but when you take time to think about the basics of it, um, it can get pretty interesting, and, uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting lost in a fugue state. 
Um, but you know, if you could, you could be in the a different spectrum that humans can't see. But um, you know, and and when you get down to it, light it's it's a a result of when kinetic energy or any energy um, gets to a really high level, a really excited state, and the energy transfer has to happen. And um, sometimes it comes off as a spark of light or a series of sparks, um, a predictable set of sparks in the case of a lamp um, or a light bulb when that's expected to happen. And, um, you know, sometimes the light, it lasts for mere, you know, fractions of a second um, because, you know, there is only that small portion of particle reacting and giving off energy but sometimes they last they persist um so for me i think i would like to be the light of a star <laughs> as cliche as it is to say um yes the sun and and you know many um space spatial bodies deep space entities um stars they are constantly having those nuclear reactions nuclear fusion nuclear fission it's consuming great quantities of energy um, in order to keep them existing as they are or you know evolving changing getting older um and to me it's just fascinating that when we look up in the sky some of those galaxies and stars don't even exist anymore. And that photon is still like traveling to our eyes. Um, I can't remember the specific galaxy or cluster of stars that, you know, have this phenomenon. I'm sure there are many <laughs> out there like this. Um, but I think I once read that, you know, some of the stars that existed um, when the dinosaurs existed, like, four billion years ago? Four trillion? I can't remember the number. I think it's four billion. Um, they no longer exist in real time as we speak. Now, time, that's a totally different concept. Um, but as, yeah, so, so, like, the stars, they don't exist, um, when, now, currently, even though they did exist when the dinosaurs existed. However, we can still see those stars because it takes them the it takes forever for the light years, many, many light years, for the light of the dead star, or the lack of the light of the dead star, to um, finish moving all the way to Earth. I'm not communicating this very well. Again, this isn't very much Stephanie just rambling about her wonder about the cosmos um and and just general phenomena that i feel like i take for granted a lot i can't speak for everybody um but yeah on a micro scale on a macro scale um yeah what what life would you be um and yeah n not necessarily assigning any particular emotion to it although you can but would you like to exist for perpetuity or um, close to perpetuity? Would you like to be a bit of history? 
um, a significant chunk of history. Um, sorry, I mean, take up a significant portion of history. Um, I don't know. Do, do, do what you want with it. Take your own spin. Okay. All right. Have a great rest of your day, and Tara Bang and Michelle. Um, and I very much wish you a very happy one. All right. Cheers. Bye. Hi, Stephanie and Interbang. This is Michelle uh, about at the end of my day, technically in the wee hours of the morning. I got your message, Stephanie, and I listened to it, and it was great to hear your voice. Um, yeah, thanks for being open to this idea with our podcast, because I think it'll be interesting how these different little voice messages for each other pan out and play out. I really liked all that you talked about so much, I was thinking of a lot of different things. At the time of this recording right now, yes, um, with the winter solstice has, you know, just happened. Also, speaking of light and understanding galaxies, uh, the James Webb Telescope is set to launch, hopefully in a few days, if they're able to work out the final kinks of the different uh, assemblies and um, sequences that have to take place for it to unfold and if that does happen whether it's in a few days or in the near future from now and after the six months that it's going to take to go out to its designated spot um, hopefully we will be able to learn more about some of the things that you talked about um, so well I think, I don't know what galaxy or cluster you were specifically referring to um, about the dinosaurs, but something that I think is interesting, I think this may be lost um, just thinking about, you know, so our sun, you know, the center of our sun, center of our solar system, you know, it does orbit the center of the galaxy that we're in, the Milky Way galaxy, which is a spiral galaxy. And so what's interesting to think about um, is that quote-unquote orbit, I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's a perfect orbit, um, but it takes about, I don't know, I think it's about 300 million years or so. So when you mentioned the dinosaurs, I was reminded of the fact that at the time of the dinosaur extinction event, which was 65 million years ago, our galaxy was located at a very different part uh, of the Milky Way galaxy. And also during the time of when dinosaurs first start, began to exist on Earth during the Triassic period, the galaxy was in a different location, meaning that we're seeing, we're always able to see different stars and aspects of the galaxy. So I know, um, I learned this a while ago, but I, it helped me remember the, the Pleiades star, um, star group. That is a quote-unquote young star group because it's only 13 million years old. So, um, age is so different when it comes to dating things, um, such as astronomical, um, entities. As for your question about what light I'd like to be, I would like to be the perceived light that you experience whenever you might be staring at a completely blank area that's dark and you'll see little speckles of light that are kind of floating around or flashing about. Um, with my neuroscience background, I know that this is caused by 
the fluid uh, motion of the vitreous liquid within your eye kind of pulling and causing tension against your retina and causing uh, certain firings to take place so that light is perceived and seen even though you're not actually seeing light but your eye um, your, your senses in your eye and that nerve are firing to make you feel um, and perceive light occurring um, but even without that knowledge I always think that this is a really magical phenomenon because I feel like it kind of makes you think and wonder what's going on inside your eye inside your mind maybe you wonder what's going on in your subconscious um, but also maybe when you're looking at something that you would think is just complete darkness there actually could be uh, other things that are not visible uh, which we know now thanks to more modern physics things like cosmic rays and muons and neutrinos and whatnot that is actually constantly passing through um, everything we're just not able to see it with the naked eye. But I feel like whenever I experience those little flashes or floaters, it helps remind me of all that cannot be seen, but is occurring. And that's really cool. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, I've been listening to Brian Eno <laughs> quite a bit during this time to kind of relax and become grounded which has been great and um, also just enjoying someone actually enjoying um, there being more darkness right now I feel like there's a nice quiet openness where there's being less trees sorry less leaves on the trees I like the stillness and the quiet with the slight whisper of the winter winds where I am and I hope in Terabang and Stephanie, wherever you are, that you're also enjoying this time of year. And if not, then as a reminder, this moment will pass and the wheel will keep turning and a new season will be upon us shortly. Hope to talk to you both soon and have a wonderful evening, day, morning, afternoon, or time. Take care. <laughs>